Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee, right here on LA Talk Radio. All right, guys, welcome to the show, uh, Razor Riffs with uh, Craig Shoemaker, back for more pain. How are you? <laughs> I don't even remember the old pain. It's you don't? It's been so long. <laughs> I, I, that, wound has, that wound is long gone. Yeah. Uh. Are you here to recreate another one? Yeah, yeah. Or, I don't, or just I don't poke know. a hole in the in the one I had before? No, just create another one. You know, <laughs> I have no memory. I might even repeat myself. Who knows? Yeah. Well, that was about four years ago, wasn't it? It was about two years, three years ago. Yeah. Oh, I can't yeah. keep track. Once you have kids, but you have no kids. No, no. Yeah, it's all reference points yeah. with kids. Once and, they come in, all the memory goes. Yeah. Yeah, I just know birthdays. That's it. I know I have one coming up this weekend. Yeah. For and, the five-year-old. Oh, the five-year-old. It's because her birthday, as if, and she already had a party in the summer. That's the way the kids do it these days. Because, oh, uh, they get because she likes the beach. She gets a beach party. I said to my wife, "Why are we having another one?" She goes, "Well, she doesn't know about that one. That that was a. I said that was a birthday party. It's I cost money. Yeah, it's all about the money for me. Well, the, well, the last time we had you, you said you just had a new daughter, and like, uh, you know, you kind of. Well, there uh, you go. Yeah. Now she's five this now weekend. So that five. is how long ago it was. Yeah. And we're not, we're in the, the, can we mention your studio? No, mention everything, oh, everything. I'm Craig, a full disclosure kind of guy. <laughs> we're in the Craig Shoemaker studio because uh, we bought an iPad, but it doesn't work. And it's really cool. You do movies and podcasts and other stuff here. Yeah, we uh, TV shows. Music. We've got about uh, 40 shows and on our slate here. like sit a little closer. Yeah, and music. I'm very impressed with the facility. And, you know uh, what you're going to be have to be like a like uh, a musical group when they share the microphone. I always wonder if they if one has they, bad <laughs> breath. You know, like Springsteen That's and right. Springsteen and Little Stevie always share that microphone. Very good point. That'll be you two. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. It's a, it's a duo. Born in the USA. Say, Come on, let's. Born in the USA. <laughs> well, you know, there's another idea. What's we'll just, that? We'll just start a, a music group. No. No, no, maybe not. I don't need any more jobs. No, no maybe not. Maybe <laughs> I've not. got enough already. <laughs> yeah, this is this is uh this is awesome and uh you got to come down and see it, folks. No, they don't. <laughs> well, they don't actually. <laughs> they don't. If Nobody well, needs they don't to see this, but you. Well, thank you. I gave I'm you the seeing, private seeing, <laughs> I gave you the private tour. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm it's exclusive and uh only if you have Craig's permission and I boldly said uh or no man Oh, it's a Star Trek thing. I'm sorry. I'm blanking out. No man has ever gone before. Thank you. See, sometimes it's a problem. <laughs> I'm, I don't even have a clue what that's from, but I do know that's a quote. Yeah. I thought it was Star Trek. Some sort of, it could be. Could be. Thank you. Anyway, back to you. Back to me. They're sharing a microphone. This is so fun to watch. They've never done this before. <laughs> now, the problem is both of them have big mouths. Yeah, that's so, true. So <laughs> they, they have to point, they have to hold their finger up. When they want the microphone to come back to them, because it's it's one of these omnidirectional where yeah. only one at a time can go onto this microphone. Yeah. This will be fun to watch. Yeah. I should probably start the timer because I, I I don't want to like go over past the forty five minutes for you. But uh, yeah, knowing me, my phone will probably die. Okay. Yeah, because you, you, you guys are on a real roll here. <laughs> hey, listen, folks, they've been trying to get me to do this podcast for years now. And he did it and, once. And, and, that, and I did it once. And then that they come here and they go, oh, we don't have a microphone. Oh, we don't have a recording device. Oh, my phone's about to die. And then 
I, it's just going to make me want to come back right away. They're using my equipment. I have to send them. I'm a tech tard. I have to send them the MP3 uh, when we're finished. This is a real professional outfit. <laughs> well, uh, I, I love you, though. Thank you for doing it. We're, oh, my, my pleasure. We were supposed to do it at the rec room, but uh, Alan actually, I wanted to say, Alan actually drove all the way out to Huntington Beach. and then. Are you going to guilt me now? No, no. I'm just okay, saying good. that's how much he loves you. Alan. I took a bus trip from hell because I, I don't have my car right now, and I learned how to get to Disneyland from the hood, Inglewood. Because of me? Yes. It was oh, one of the most amazing. I'm, I love the bright side of that one. <laughs> I wasn't able to do it. I canceled it last minute, but but you, unfortunately, took nine buses to get there. True. And now you know how to get to Disneyland, yeah. Knott's Berry Farm, yeah. Yeah. and the rec room in Huntington Beach. True. It all was, with one ticket. <laughs> this is fantastic. It was an urban adventure, and I can't thank you enough. I don't know if I want to do that again soon, but uh, hopefully I'll have some transportation. How well know. do I know you, by the way? I don't know you very well. Well, uh, you know do me. I know you well enough two... to give you a beauty tip. <laughs> do we know each other that well? Well, if you want, but uh, you know, I'm I have a real easy I'm one. S- Are you really sensitive? No, no, you no, can't no. be sensitive because no, it's a very changeable I'm not, thing. I'm not. I'm not. I know it's a you. Ha- what you hair, know what it is? Goatee. I got to keep the glasses. So. The, no, the glasses because is I, fine. I, I, no, that's. I I'm not talking about. I'm talking about a very easily. Uh, easy thing to change. You have. I've been using teeth whitening. You have, it's, no, several, not several, probably about five, five long gray hairs out of your eyebrows that are very oh. easily either plucked or trimmed. God. Thank you, Craig. But they're I white. You say out of my nose. No, they're white. Well, those can be done too. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you did those before you got here. <laughs> but I'm looking at you and I'm going, oh my God, there's like giant ones just waving yeah, at me. I know. God. Sorry. I'm sure if there was wind, no, you don't press them down. You cut them or okay. pull them. I remember the, pe- the, I, pengu- the penguin. This is why I always wonder why people don't tell sure certain things that are very changeable. It's not like I'm saying, hey, you need to grow taller. No, that would be yeah, mean, even heavy or whatever. No, you don't want to do that to people. But this is like one I'm going, why are, why are people not friends that they do that? They go, hey, Alan, not a great look. There's nobody that's saying, <laughs> I want to grow just these five white hairs out of my true. dark eyebrows. That's true. That's true. Well, okay, this will give me, a ch- me and Keith a chance to talk to one another. Go, go into the bathroom and take a peek and see what I'm talking I'm about. Gonna take, right <laughs> okay. now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm okay. taking a, a bathroom All right. break. All right. Or, or a this is what beer. I think more people should do. This is what people think should do. I'm not being political. They should do it to Donald Trump. Uh-huh. There are many things that he has where you just go, does he have a friend? Does he have a friend that says that thing on your head uh, or that skin tone that you're making? Not working. Uh, you know, I, you just wonder why more people are not. You're not going to the bathroom. What's going on here? I want you to go look what I'm t- look at what I'm looking at. Go look Alan. at the bathroom. Go look at what I'm looking at. And you'll the love see. master wants you to look. There's at least five white and they're longer than the oh, I'll get up. They're longer than the dark ones. That's why you can't you can't take spit and put them down like a grandmother. You're going to actually have to pluck them. I'm tempted to. I don't even know. Turn the light on and you'll see them. They're, they're going Okay, this... I bet you d- didn't think your podcast would ever, ever begin with this. No, no, this is awesome. People hate me now. They're going, why is he so mean? No. I'm being nice. Yeah. Did you see? Did, did, did you see? What do you he have to say for He this? didn't do anything about... Do you see them? The, the hairs that I'm talking about? You got to talk in the microphone. Yeah, talk to the microphone. I want to bite you. So yeah, it's a Dracula thing. I, I agree. No, they Dracula. Go. I've never seen one Dracula. I've seen all sorts of Bella looks. Bela Lugosi. 
He doesn't have five. Okay. He doesn't have five white hairs <laughs> okay. that stick out right, from the others. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, only thank me. Only thank me if you do something about. It. Right. You don't need tweezers. No, They're that long. You need there. your fingers. I could do it right now if I knew you oh, twenty no, minutes longer, <laughs> and I will do it. No, I appreciate this. Listen, this is this is why he's the love master. Right? I'm just trying to have well, you make fr- some love to somebody that's not, while she's having sex with you, she's going to go, why in the world would he not trim these things? That's, what she, that's what's happening. So if you're having a problem getting laid, yeah. let me assure it's, you, it's, I'm, I'm your best helper here. I'm your mentor. I, listen, listen, I'm listening. Okay. This I, is great. You're, but you're not doing. There's a no, difference no. between listening and doing. I promise you, tonight. Uh, you, you'll, I want to uh, do it now. You could do it now, and it would give Keith more time on the microphone because we only have one mic at a time. (laughs) Just get in there. You can pinch them off. No pain, no gain. Yeah. Right? You know what I would do? You ever go to, like, one of those Asian massages? They always say, would you like extras? Say, yes, my eyebrows. (laughs) Okay. It'll be a first. That'll cost you $40. Normally, that'll be another buck. I'm telling you. A buck, a dollar tip, and and she'll get those five hairs. This man knows how to make a profit. You know, he knows how to I'm make always, money. Yeah, I'm always looking for how other people can make money. Never myself. <laughs> it's only how other people can make money. Well, at least I'm going to think about it, and I'm going to give Keith the mic back. Okay. All right. <laughs> and while you're, in, uh, while you're in there, you missed some chin spots, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. We're taking turns with the mic. Okay. Man. This is like the roast of Alan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not supposed to be. This is the... This is the encouragement of yeah. Alan Lee. It's the encouragement to make him a for, better person for better grooming. Why yeah. not have some good grooming? That's the, something you can take care of. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I agree. I was going to say something, but I figured you're my friend, and you know, oh, tell the audience you feel better. I feel much better now. Thank you. Well, you know that what you're going to go home to do. That's nice to have goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have a blast with those things. <laughs> I, I use the tools. Okay, can we can we move on to something substantial that's going to make it worth your hour and a half trip here? So oh, even more. No, it was, it was okay. definitely worth it. Right. So uh, we did uh, the rec room. I opened up for you, and uh, you know it was fun. You really surprised me. Really? Oh. You really did. Awesome. I didn't say it in a good way. You said, "Oh, really?" Oh. Like, it's a good thing. No, no, I'm kidding. It was a very pleasant surprise. Oh, awesome. Well, you don't come across as like you know. Yeah. The most uh, gregarious guy in the world, you know? Right. And, and you could sort of have a, I know you've opened for him. You sort of have a little bit of Norm MacDonald. Has anybody ever told you that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're a crazy guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I also I, get let, Hots and Harlan Williams a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I don't know Hots, but I know Harlan just oh. called me yesterday. Oh, I love Harlan. Yeah, great guy and great comedian. But uh, no, Norm MacDonald. You got a lot of Norm MacDonald. But no, on stage though, you're really, really good. You command the stage. You, uh, which you don't command your life as much as you do on stage. That's what I'm saying. Is backstage is not a lot of command. Yeah. You know, and but here, I mean, you showed up here with no microphone for a podcast. <laughs> He's been trying to get me on the podcast. I, by the way, I have no microphone. No you're mic- just gonna have to yell it loud, <laughs> and somebody will pick it up. So I mean, so I'm saying that, and then but on stage, you've got organization you organize your jokes and you're really good and yeah. so it was a very pleasant surprise I, I normally don't let anybody on the stage uh, i don't like guest sets yeah i always say to people look if i wrote you know rent 
Mm-hmm. You're not going to say, hey, can I do a number from Les Mis, <laughs> you know, yeah. in the middle of it? Can I do a little guest Les Mis number in the middle of Rent? Mm-hmm. That's, I, I wrote a play. It's a play. It's like sure. constructed. And some people, they, they, they go, oh, give me some stage time. I go, no, get your own damn stage time. <laughs> yeah. You know, and sure. I, it's just the way I approach it. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing or whatever. A lot of comics don't like it. They can't do guest sets. But I just actually ran into a manager uh, two hours ago. Mm-hmm. And every time I see her, it reminds me of the one time I allowed a guest set. 1997, Caroline's in New York City. She comes up to me, Randy Siegel. She says, uh, I have a client, a young man, and here he is. And she introduced him. Uh, it's in the punchline, I'll tell you who it was. She said, He's up for Saturday Night Live, and um, can you do a guest set? Now, I normally don't do it, but I selfishly said yes. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I was selfish. I said, oh, he's doing 15 minutes. I have a packed room to here to see me. I was kind of hot at the time. Wait till they see me. I'll be on Saturday Night Live. I'm going to use this guy to get on Saturday Night Live. So he goes on 15 minutes. He does very well. Mm-hmm. And I come out. Ladies and gentlemen, Craig Shoemaker, 11 seats. All 11 people from Saturday Night Live left the room to go sign him in the other room. Wow. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? wow. So every time I see her and him, I think, geez, I had to let a guest set. <laughs> I had to let him do that guest set. Have I been on his show? No. Hey, hey Jimmy, how about 15 minutes on your show? He hasn't repaid you? No, not a, nobody ever repays. Comics are selfish what? bastards. I'm the only one who repays people. I repay people. I, Do you really? Yeah. All right. Because well. last time you were on Razor Riffs, I said if I ever get a sitcom, you're gonna be on it. I haven't got the sitcom, <laughs> but when, I, but when I get it, you're gonna be on it. <laughs> he doesn't say what it would be. Oh, I have an ex. You can run craft services, Craig. I'm just giving paying back. No. But I listen. I'm with you, and I'm very loyal to people. But no, comedians are the least loyal people. It's I hate to generalize, but it's true. Yeah. But although I I take it back on some cases, there are a number of people like uh, that use danger. Films. They use the same. They use the same people on their films. Yeah. Like if you see the Sandler gang, he uses the same Sandler people, gang. like Alan Covert and things. Yeah. And Will Ferrell uses the same people, and they all tend to you know, have a loyalty to the people they were brought up in the business with, but some don't, Yeah, you know, some you don't find that the case with, but I started with a number of, and they would tour, you know, open for me and things. Judd Apatow is one of them, actually. He, yeah. he, I still have a tape of him kissing my ass. He goes, here's this tape. I love steps ahead. I still have the cassette tape and that's it. That's all I have from him. Wow. <laughs> it was so he could open for me in San Bernardino or whatever. And we get in a car and those were the, you know, late eighties. And he was just starting. I was just starting. But I was headlining at the time, so a lot of people, that's what they did. They, Dave Chappelle, 14 years old, opened for me. Yeah. You know, and it was... Uh, Whitney Cummings, we know about that. Absolutely, Whitney Cummings. I'm a huge, you know, she's a huge Keith Reza fan. Oh, is she really? No, but you remember you said that? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I know Whitney's listening to the Keith Reza show. No, I don't remember that. Oh my god, I don't remember anything except for where it took place. Oh, I don't remember anything I said. So, like I said, it could all be repeats. Yeah, but uh, but she is aware of it though because she ran into my partner, my producing partner, on an airplane. So, oh, Craig Shoemaker, I used to open for him and stuff like that. Start with, but you you mentioned Whitney. 
and yeah. it was very funny. I was just no, we're listening to it. Whitney, I did. No, no, I meant, I meant on okay. the podcast. It was mentioned, okay. and you added uh, to the story, and it was very funny. We were listening to it on the way up here. Oh, yeah, because I didn't want to ask the same stuff. Okay, good. You know, because I did my research. Oh, I love that you did the research. Yeah. Ex- you researched everything <laughs> except for microphones <laughs> and a recorder. <laughs> you forgot that essential part of is the recording of what you're about to ask and say. But, uh, yeah, you forgot that part of the research. That's okay. Yeah. But, uh, but I remember when, before I asked you for the guest set, like, I, I know you told me you don't like doing guest sets because I've been wanting to open up for you for, like, five years. But I felt that this was the time. Like, I felt like you shouldn't ask for a guest set unless you can do the guest set. You know what I mean? So I felt well, like, that's true. Plus, you gave me something. Yeah, yeah. I you gave you. me the gig. I got you the gig. But By the way, very good gig. Another surprise was yeah. the gig. I yeah. Was, I was really impressed with the first of all the owner is a really good guy really nice guy and i liked him and i love the you know nice staff and the sight lines are good the crowd was great we sold both shows out yeah had to add seats i loved it i had a great time there now hopefully the improv doesn't yank my gigs away no (laughs) for doing No, no, but that's, I mean, I promote it really hard, you know what I mean? And uh, so, and like I said, it's a small ah, club, see, it's a great see, club. See, Alan, he's taking credit. No, go. no, no. But For my I'm... draw, he's taking credit. <laughs> no, but I what... tried to, I was feeling good about myself. <laughs> yeah, well, I promoted a lot, as a matter of fact. No, no. I uh, paid for half the seats, Craig, <laughs> just because I so wanted to open for you. I just wanted to get that five minutes. I did everything. I had my friends there. No. Okay. There is a point. Thank you for promoting for me. No, I appreciate it. No, no, Can th- you promote for me next week? Too? Yeah. There, there, there is a point that I was trying to make. Uh, I've always wanted to open up for you so that I figured if I'm not going to do it, if I'm not going to get all my talent, if I brought you in and showed you my talent. So that was the point I was going Well, you did do that. So yeah. if that was your goal, I said to Zara, who opens for me, I said, wow, he's very, uh, he's very different from offstage than off. You can't predict. That's one thing I've found in comedy. Yeah. You cannot predict what someone's going to be like on stage by the way they are off stage. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's some, many times it's the opposite. They're funny off stage and they stink on stage yeah. because it's not authentic. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I, you are you are what you are. I, I find that not very, very refreshing. And, and please, I am talking Does to Does he have Craig. a lazy eye? He's <laughs> looking right at me. I'm staring at the five, no, at I, the five <laughs> loose hairs. That's the problem. These hairs have got me completely off now. But no, no, Craig is Craig. You and I like that. You, have to, you don't have to look at him. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, Craig, I like he's, he's, he is. You're, you're like you are on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're I not, learned you're not a completely different person. I learned a while ago, you know, first of all, I don't want to be the annoying comedian. I don't hang out with a lot of comedians sure. for that purpose. I don't want to be the, the, you know, you're at a party, pass the salt. Oh, he's going to do a salt routine. How about salt? <laughs> Those grains, what's green about it? You know, <laughs> that's right. That's true. I mean, it's that's, just, yeah, uh, that's, yeah. That's a little weird. Yeah. If it comes out naturally, if it's authentic, if you're in the now, sure. in the moment, know who you are. Mm-hmm. This is what I tell comedians all the time. Mm-hmm. Be you. Sure. I just mentored uh, Kenny Loggins' son. Oh. And um, you know who Kenny Loggins is? Footloose, Danger Zone, singer. Yes, yes the singer. singer, the guitar. Yeah. Country. Yeah. No, not country. That's Kenny Rogers. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad, ladies and gentlemen. It's a hair. You he see, only had you know three what of the top you hits what, of all time in the 80s, what, but you think no, he's Kenny Rogers, no, no, the gambler. I, I just, this that, is Danger that, Zone, <laughs> Footloose, <laughs> no, that's Forever. I, it's, it's a uh, white hair. It's a white hair. That you, uh, so I, I don't mean to rat Alan you know, out, but what? he thought before we came here, he thought you were Bill Dwyer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not, that's not true. 
Do you know what? I bet he's right. That's. <laughs> you know, I know he's right. You're not looking at me right now. I don't, 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 don't want no, you to I'm look looking at, at you. I'm looking at that's. He that's asked, not, you absolutely thought I, I was Bill no, Dwyer. I did not. I did not. I said I there was Craig a similar, Ferguson a lot because there was of the a Craig similarity. Name. I've had Craig oh, Robinson, yeah. everything but Craig Schumacher. There was a similarity in tone, voice tone, when we had Dwyer on. That's all. That's all. Really? Well, you, you, you and Dwyer are very similar. We are? Yeah. You guys I've are... never seen his act. I only know him personally. Oh, he's awesome. He's the nicest guy. Oh, nice yeah. guy. Yeah, you, like you I said, are... I know him personally, but I don't. his act is like mine. No. Yeah, not not like exact, but it's like you guys are very, you know how you said there's Norm in me, you know? there's yeah. Really? Yeah, there's there's Shoemaker and Dwyer and Dwyer and Shoemaker. Wow, I'm glad I've never seen him. I, yeah. I want no more influence to be more like me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do I want to be like me? Yes. I just, I'm contradicting myself. I want to be like me, no. but I don't want to be like me, a version of through Bill Dwyer, <laughs> where you actually think that you're interviewing Bill Dwyer. That's how bad that is. I know that's not, not, the, not that, not that extreme. Did say it. Not that extreme. It's just a tonal, a tonal value. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh. I'm not sure how I feel about this. But no, but... um. So yeah, you you uh, you turned in a great performance. I was very happily uh, surprised because uh, now I have a question for you. Am I allowed to ask questions of yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why me? <laughs> no, I mean, you said you wanted to open for me, but I'm sure that list is a very long list. Of, I have a huge list. Okay, of people. like 150 comics you want to open for, but no, I happen to be one of them. No, actually, the list is ten. When ten I, when comics. I, when I started a comedy, the list was ten. Mm-hmm. You know, Norm, Harlan, Spade, you, um, Jeremy Hotz, Bobby Slayton. You know, like yeah. basically good list. Yeah, basically because I feel I want to be a headliner someday. But yeah, I I'm a feature right now, and I feel like the only way to be a headliner is to work with the best headliners. Well, those headliners that you named, if you if they have anything in common, are, and I'm not bragging or saying even me in yeah. that group. The other ones that you named um, are pros. Yeah. They are seasoned pros, and you can only get that with time. Season. Yeah. yeah. You've got to have the season. That's how life works anyway. And I was headlining years ago, but not ready for it. I look at the videos now. Oh, my God. Am I embarrassed? Really? Oh, it's frightening. Because yeah. I hit a point where it worked. It worked to headline, but it wasn't uh, – it wasn't organic. It wasn't real. It was, you know, even hacky. And it just, it, it's a shame, you know, spent a few years doing that because I had no mentor. Yeah. You know, you seek mentors, which is a very smart move. Yeah. So you sought those mentors. You said, that's who I want. I never had that. Yeah. I never said, oh, I want to open for so-and-so. I wanted to open for Springsteen. That's all. Yeah. And uh, he was my idol in comedy, believe yeah. it or not, Bruce Springsteen, because he, Brings it from the heels. He tells the truth. I can still remember his stories that he told more than I remember his music in 1984. Yeah. As a kid watching him in Spectrum in Philadelphia, I remember my seat, the feeling that I had walking out. I said, That's what I want people to feel when they see my show. You know, he does a long show. It's so do I. I mean, this is now I just saw his Broadway. Oh my God. Have you ever met him personally? You know, it's funny you should say that I have met every celebrity. I'm friends with some of them, and he's the only one I haven't met. And I'm dying to meet him, but I think I'd choke. I think I'd be like Alan in front of me, in front of Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) He's looking at his phone. Yeah, looking at his phone, brows flying. uh, You know, but I think I would be so nervous. The only way I'd want to meet Bruce Springsteen is if he was a fan. Yeah. And I've had that happen. I'm, I have a lot of rock and roll, you know, fans and friends, you know, 
ACDC played my wedding. Mm. You know, I'm friends with a lot of musicians, but they mean nothing to me as far as like stars or celebrities. He is one that I have on the pedestal. So I don't know. Only person I ever want to meet in my life. Well, let's get you to meet Bruce. Maybe someday. I mean, I don't have it at the top of my. I don't have pictures of him in my on my mirror. You know, I don't sing to him with my hairbrush. I mean, it's not that bad, but it's just someone I truly, truly admire. And now it stepped up even more with his Broadway show. Yeah. And oh my god, he made me cry. It was just awesome. Well, I read. I'm reading his book too. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because I'm the type of person who can make dreams come true. Like I'm very. It takes me a while, but I. I yeah. I'm very persistent. Yeah. You or or annoying. Yeah. One of the one of. The <laughs> That's a beauty. You could call it persistence. Yeah, but I've it, never had. A, I've never seen a book yet. I think you should write the first book called "Annoy Your Way to the Top." Uh, <laughs> I like that. It will be a bestseller. It will be. <laughs> but, By the way, please give me a little money towards the title. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you make some money on that yeah, title, give him a little, little, yeah, yeah, give me a little sum, sum. Yeah, well, more than more than all those people that I named. They've given me not even a dinner. Oh. For God's sakes. There'll be a whole chapter on you. And, yeah. like, I'm a man of my word. Okay. Right? So. All right. Get me a dinner with Whitney Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if I could get Bruce to go see you, you, your show. Oh. Like, if I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll. I would pay his flight. Yeah. I to will. To come see my show. Okay. If I could get that to happen, can okay. I open for you on that show? Oh, absolutely. Awesome. I'll tell you what. I'll make it even better. You can close for me because I'll be backstage with him. <laughs> You can close the show. All right. I'm All going. Right. I'm Sounds going. good. What if I got him on Razor Riffs? Can I get you to come in and, like, we'll kick Alan Lee out? Cause oh, my be- God. <laughs> Alan will be so out. <laughs> Absolutely. You'd be so out. I would literally, if you wanted to be there really bad, I would hire a hitman. Yeah. Yes, he would pull you out by your eyebrows. Yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna work on that because I'm I'm the man who who'll do what I love that. If we can make that happen, you will be the man for the rest. I could even say you would open me for a year. Oh, really? Sure. Oh my God, I'm gonna start okay. tweeting this guy. Tweet like, Bruce Springsteen. So you've got to see this guy, Craig Shoemaker. So anyway, Kenny Loggins. Back to him. His son, when he was seven years old, I toured with Kenny. Uh, un- unlike Alan, other people know who he is. <laughs> And he, he would pack these arenas and everything. Footloose. You don't know Footloose? Oh, Kevin Bacon. God. Okay, there you go. No, this is Kenny Loggins, not Kevin Bacon. Oh. Uh, that, that's the actor. The song, though, Footloose, is Kenny Loggins. Yeah, yeah, but Kevin Bacon A lot was of songs, though. I mean, he's got so many hits, it's unbelievable. But So his little son says, I want to be a comedian at seven years old. So then Kenny came, and he performed in my parking lot here at this, you know, this campus. Mm-hmm. You know, you were just in the parking lot, and it was REO Speedwagon, Kenny Loggins. Do you know REO Speedwagon? Anyway, the Bengals, it was a really cool concert. And uh, Kenny says to me, you know, remember Cody? I said, yeah, since he was seven, I knew him. He goes, he wants to, now he's back to wanting to be a comedian. He was in the restaurant business. I said, send him my way. And I hired him and I mentored him. And what I said to him was, he started with the usual comedy. Ever notice? How about this? How about Tinder? You know, all this low, the regular stuff. I said, you know what you have that no one else has? Be who you, be who you are. What are you saying, Alan? You're yeah, whispering. I made, a, I made a deposit, and Wells Fargo called me, and I, I, I think I've got to check this. It's one of those where they, they say something's wrong with you. I, the bank says it's something's wrong. I've only been with you 20 minutes. I can tell you something's <laughs> wrong with you. All right, Alan, go talk to Wells. Just, just, <laughs> no, just one second. Take your time, Alan. This is fantastic. <laughs> now we can actually – now you don't have to share the microphone. I don't have to look at you. No, no, this is great that it happened. By the way, Keith, I'm the one who made it happen. 
I literally had uh, this is my assistant is calling and pretending she's with Wells Fargo. Yeah. Yeah, to get him out of here. Okay, now we're alone. <laughs> now we're alone. <laughs> Tough love. So I said, uh I said, you know what you have that no one else has? He's yeah. six foot nine. There's only one other comic, maybe Brad Garrett, six foot nine. Yeah. And you're the son of Kenny Loggins. Only your five siblings can write that material. Yeah. So I said, that's what you write. And sure enough, he did it. And he got really good fast. Yeah. Probably as fast as I've ever seen in comedy. Yeah. Because he was able to go, here's who I am. People recognize the name. If they didn't, he explained it. And he made he had great material because of it. Just yeah. a little section, but still, it's so unique. So be we're all unique. So yeah. be you. That's how I always mentor people is find the you. Um, speaking about mentoring, like how like what's the longest you mentor people? Like is it because? Well, I mean, I've lasted. Uh, I had one guy lasted a few months, but uh, you know we didn't get along or whatever. I mean, it happens. No, longest, not shortest. Like, what's the longest that's ever happened? Yeah. Well, somebody opened for me for like three and a half, four years. I wouldn't call it a mentorship. I think don't. I don't think she would either. Okay. But I mean, I, you know, guided her in certain directions. Uh It was another one that the the comedians are so, and you never hear from them again. Right. Yeah. It's just a. That's. I mean, comics. I hate to generalize. It. I don't resonate with the self-serving thing you know i was that way but i don't resonate with it who i am today you know the agenda the using the stepping over like 90 percent of the ones i mentor which took them from zero or you know one o'clock in the morning at the ha yeah to here you're in front of a rooms with packed audiences adult audiences getting paid getting to know the getting to know the venues now you're at the improv. I mean, yeah. now you'd be booked at the improv and are, by the way, a lot of them and never hear from them again. Not a Christmas card, not a, you know, my kids grew up, you know, they're friends. And then the kids go, what happened to so-and-so? And that's happened a bunch, even with the four year one. Wow. Ran into her recently. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. And that's uh, it. Well, yeah. I, I think now that you know me a little more, you know that I have a good heart and I would never like forget about you like that. No, yeah. I don't. You're, you're still, you're still annoying after all these yeah. years. <laughs> so, Four years it's been. Yeah. You said that my daughter was a baby. She's turned five this week. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. You know the one celebrity. You probably are one of those unique guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, which is great. I mean, to me, character does mean a lot uh, to me. And again, I was not the greatest guy back in the day. You know, uh, I probably brought in people. Probably used people. Did the same things. Mm-hmm. It's just that now that I'm in the position, this other position is like, well, I don't really have time for it. Yeah. I concentrate on my family, concentrate on my business, concentrate on my friendships, my real loyal, great friendships I've had since kindergarten. Yeah. I believe in that too, you know, and they're the ones that really know you too. They're yeah. not, they don't have an agenda. My friend, Steve Lawrence, you know, who you know, grew up selling Xerox machines. If you remember what those are, he doesn't care what I do on a stage or he doesn't think that he's going to leap to a different direction because of knowing me. We're just friends, old roommates, and that'll be like that for the, my friend Cerami, same thing. Yeah. You know, we started as comedians together, but that was a different kind of comedy. Yeah, yeah. We just torture the teacher in eighth grade. <laughs> it's how we bonded. 
and but, we made our, each other laugh. Well, the thing the thing that I love so much about comedy is because um, not only do I have autism, but I also suffer from depression. So, like, when I do, when I can, even if I can make someone laugh for, like, one minute, like, I'm better. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. So, like, that's well, why. not I, only make them laugh, you're laughing. You yeah. know you can't be depressed while you're laughing. Yeah, that's yeah, why they I, literally can't exist in the same space. That's why I love comedy. That's yeah. why that's I why have I, to that's do why it. I love laughter heals my foundation. Yeah, I do workshops and the people are going. I have them do that. I say, say I'm depressed while you're laughing. I go, I'm depressed. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> you you cannot be depressed. They just can't exist yeah. in the same space. So it's so you're also and you're also drinking in their energy. Energy is very important in life, and you are feeling their energy. It's a positive flow. It's light. Yeah. It's levity. It makes you feel better about it yourself. It makes you feel better. And comics live a long time. Unless they get in drugs and all that kind of stuff. They live the hard life. They don't live so long. But if they don't, you've got Jack Benny, Bob Hope, uh, Phyllis Diller, Red Buttons. The list is endless. They live into their 90s, yeah. performing until the very end. Rickle, yeah. Rickles performed to the very end. Yeah, I almost saw him, but I backed out at the last second but yeah i, I mean I regret and, that. and he had it till the end he's just it's a gene inside of us but it, he felt he drank in that positive healing energy of laughter his whole life and he had some things he had some tragedies though that i'm sure affected him as well i think his, his son daughter passed. does stand up now no yeah mindy no way yeah oh i didn't know a lot of daughters john cleese's daughter i heard does stand up yeah and she's really good yeah i heard that actually yeah yeah, there's a Camellia. few there's yeah. a few kids of comics. Uh, Dana Carvey, I think his kids are doing. Yeah, the Carvey. My son's Carvey. in the other room. Justin, I want you to do comedy. All right, I have to pass something on. <laughs> it's not going to be money. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, also like maybe I have a lot of Norm in me because like I feel like I'm Norm's adopted comedy son. You know what I mean? Is that right? So you know that his son does sketch comedy, not stand up comedy. Norm's son does comedy too. Sketch comedy. He does. Yeah. I so. didn't even know he had a son. I I don't. Yeah, he's a great guy. I don't, I don't really know John. Norm. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know him. That you should. Way. That would be like the coolest two man show. You think? Yeah. Very different. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's a good, good idea. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll text him about it. <laughs> but no, you know who my. Uh, it's not at the top of my list with Springsteen. No, just concentrate on Springsteen. Uh, I'll focus on Springsteen. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually touring the first time ever that I've shared a stage with another headliner recently is the Bill Bellamy. Who? Bill Bellamy. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, that's and we're doing uh, Make America Laugh Again. Oh, and, that's going to be a great show. Well, it is a great show, but it's wonderful for the test of my ego because he closes every show. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. you do the 90 minutes and then he does No, it. I don't do 90. How much he did he cut do? me down to 50. Wow! Yeah, now I sit backstage and it's just surrounded by all of his, all of his um, I see what it's like to live the bling life. Uh, well, <laughs> I am so simple when I go on the road, but you uh, touring with him is—it's an awakening. You have to have the right limo. Yeah, and I'm standing in line for an Uber. He's like, "I don't do this. <laughs> this is our first day together." It was, it was so funny. I'm dressed like I'm coaching softball. He's full pimp. Yeah, oh, it's it's a riot to see that, but the, he's great on stage. It's amazing. So I, I think there should be more shows like that with two, you know, quote unquote masters of the business of the of the art, huh. and that's what we give to the audience. And we're very very different. And then we go up on stage together, which is so much fun. Oh, and you do like a little podcast thing. Well, 
not a podcast. We should record it, I guess. Thanks That'd for the cool. idea. But um, no, we we go up and make fun of each other, and the audience loves it, and, um, and it's very real. Yeah, you know, I talk honestly about what it's like backstage. It's a whole other, whole other arena than my backstage. I've got my nuts. I got like a couple cashews and some food bars. Yeah, and he's got like full on steaks. He has delivered. <laughs> I have, I have a question because like um, I saw you do two hours at the rec room. Yeah. And, like, how does that make you feel as a comic where you're doing still a lot of good time, but you still, like, you're doing, you just said you got cut to 50 minutes. 50 minutes, so, tough yeah. for me. Yeah. It's tough, right? And then those real short sets, people ask me to do, oh, I'll do this benefit. Oh, it's only 15 minutes. I go, no, 15 minutes. That's a nightmare to me because yeah. I'm a marathoner, not a sprinter. Right. I don't think like that. And then plus, you know, looking the way I look, it takes me a little bit of time. At least that's my illusion in my head. It takes me a little bit of time to get them because they're not feeling for me when I walk out. Like yeah. you walk out and then you give them this, I'm the sad guy. And then you tell them I have, you tell them right away I have autism and everything else. They're going, oh, so they connect to me. They relate to you in one second. The second that comes out of your mouth, I'm going, hey, I'm going to make fun of you and me and everybody. Let's have some fun. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy that looks like your insurance agent, you know? <laughs> You know, I'm a middle-aged white guy, yeah. and you think I didn't suffer, but then the storytelling happens. Then we see who's behind this guy on stage is the suffering took place, the the pain, the getting through the pain, the laughing. All of it took place, and then they relate, and that's why I do a longer show. Well, you also have autism because last time you did the show, I diagnosed you. You remember that's that? That's right. Yeah. What kind of autism do I have, Asperger's? You have Asperger's like me. Yeah, yeah. I, you collect autographs. From my, my sister told me that too. Yeah. She says you have Aspergers. Yeah. I also have a great memory for um, the craziest weird sh stuff. Yeah. Right? Do you have that? I do. I do. Yeah. I mean, I can remember someone's telephone number from 1979. Yeah. You know, but you can't remember the last Razor Riffs interview. <laughs> No, I can't remember that. <laughs> Nothing recent. No, no, no I but I do have that too. Where do you like, think? I, no, seriously, do you think I have Aspergers? Yeah, yeah. I think I you think really do. Okay. I think every comic in a form has some sort of autism because they're so genius. Hold on, hold on one second. Hey, Justin, come here for a second. Oh, we're bringing this I, on. Then? I no, I think he thinks that I have it. Oh, okay. So listen, this is Keith. You met him. Okay. Oh, hi, Justin. My son's working for hey. me here, but if you can call that work. <laughs> so Justin, Keith has. Asperger's, he has autism, right? And he talks about it on stage. He four years ago diagnosed me with Asperger's. Didn't you also tell me I have Asperger's? You did. <laughs> See, what are my symptoms? This is crazy. I, I just think I'm kind of normal, but yeah. I guess I'm not. So. It's kind of like Gator, like you could just tell. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know. And you've got me, huh? Yeah. You're not sucking my dick, I'll tell you that right now. I'm not into that. No, 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 not at all. Uh, I was just but referencing also, the gaydar thing. No. You think I have Asperger's? Yeah. Wow. What are some of the symptoms? Maybe Justin can share some with you. you got you got to jump on the microphone, though. You have uh, to share the microphone. You want to get on the microphone? So just tell him, tell Keith some of the things that make you think it, and he will tell you as the expert, and I could walk out of here. And not needing, come back. Needing some of recovery or something. Go ahead, tell them. Well, 
It's home into the microphone, Just. Come on. Come on. Walk this is over. Craig Shoemaker's son. This is my son, Justin, back from college. Okay. So, by the way, they make fun of me, Keith. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's merciless. My whole family does. I'm the butt of their jokes. So go ahead, Just. So, what are the. Why would you say that he does? No, no, no. We want to hear. No, we want to well, hear I, what you think. You right. give me some reasons why you think I have Asperger's. What are you, some of my, my, my little quirks? You forget things that you say, like like you'll say something and then like seconds later you'll repeat it. Is that is that a big thing? He's nodding his head. Yes. Really. So we're one for one. So like yesterday at the fire captain, like you said something and then you don't realize that you're saying it over again and repeating it. And no. that's when I'm like, whoa. Well, now I'm recorded like, doing it. I'm on podcasts and people can. He just said that. I have a song serious. I'm wondering if they're saying that, that you repeat yourself. Yeah. That's definitely a symptom, yeah. I wonder if they're saying you repeat yourself. Yeah. Because, like, See, I just repeated myself. I just. No. But you don't know that People you say it. So, you, that, but when you did. say it the second time, you think you're saying it the first time. Oh, my God. Like, that's why when I. What when, else, Justin? What are my yeah. other Asperger's? What, I can't believe. Chirp, huh? I, Keith, you're going to cost me money because now I'm going to have to go take care of myself. No, there's nothing wrong with you. You're beautiful. I, well, I didn't say there's something wrong, but there's something I might have to take care of here. Oh, well, there's not. All my life, my sister said the same thing. She goes, oh, my God, you have Asperger's. Is, she said is, it in Is a, having no filter another one? Yes. He does not have a filter. Um, <laughs> you weren't even here earlier. Like, he'll say anything to anyone and not really, you, missed you know. Oops. You missed it earlier. You missed it. That's probably why he left. Really? I op I opened up by telling him. I said, I don't even know you, but what's with your eyebrows? <laughs> oh, see? And and that's only a very small example of a day in the life of Craig Shoemaker. <laughs> you know, it's not I told him I said, You go in the bathroom right now, look at what I'm looking at. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's got these it's five a... giant gray hairs. <laughs> Seriously. So you say it? Stick, yes, no filter. There's I, no filter. Is that a symptom? And there you go. I couldn't sit here God. and be dishonest like that. I was looking at these hairs. It's not about I, being dishonest. Justin, you just, you just no, let it go. I couldn't you go. I couldn't let it go. I'm like, does anybody else tell this guy this? They're and you're gonna say it on a podcast? Well, he and can put edit. him on blast. He can edit it. He can edit it if he oh, wants. Wow. Okay, he can put me on blast. <laughs> Let him believe. He walked out. Did he really walk out because of that? Well, yeah. he well, walked out. No point of editing, and it. it was gold. <laughs> <laughs> it was gold in saying my intervention that I have Asperger's. So that's a big one. No filter. Yeah, I have no filter. Like whoa, yeah, it's hard for Ooh, me to. Jeez, no, I really am. Now I was kidding before when I thought I had it, and laughed along with my sister and Justin, and now you. Maybe this is, uh, maybe I do have it. Another symptom is when you first meet people like that you don't know, do you avoid eye contact? No. No? No. It doesn't? That one's a, that's a no. That's a big one for Matter me. Matter of fact, I'm a big eye contact guy. Eye contact I have, scares I me. have eye contact. It's at Philadelphia. I lessen it because they go, what are you, a mo? <laughs> Philadelphia, they're very homophobic. Yeah. So you can't give, you can't lock too much with that. No. So no is the answer to that. Okay. Um... Do you get anxiety when, like, multiple people are talking to you at the same time? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I probably have that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, is mine running? When, when, there's a, when there's a big crowd of people, like, especially wanting his attention, is mine's racing? I actually and then, experience that when I was passing out cards, and then you were trying to get your cards to people who were talking to you. Oh, yeah. His mine's everywhere. Yeah. 
Oh, when I'm greeting people is, at the end, that's a nightmare because and, I've so many people are coming at me, and that is a tough one, you know, after the shows. And what about – I don't know if this is a symptom or just personal. When he is on his phone or computer and he's locked in, like, on an agenda, like, let's say – Let's say he's on Facebook, right? Um, As Justin says. I can't curse or be dirty on the. No, or, no, you can't. As Justin says. I, I literally. The, so the other day. He's on like, Facebook talking to the Republicans. So, yeah, he's talking to the Republicans. Someone he doesn't know. They take a, two hours out of his day, these random people, right? And I can literally. I'm right here. And I'm like, Dad, my balls really itch. Do you have cream for that? And he's like still writing on his laptop. And he can't hear me. He's so locked in on these people that he'll never meet in his life trying to change their opinion. He really believes he can change them by his words, by his paragraphs of liberalness. Like, you know, I'm like, I literally said that. He didn't even hear it. I'm not liberal. I'm spiritual. Okay. okay. I, I oh, see, wait a minute. I see some of uh, Craig's tweets and stuff, but that would just be funny where, like, he's tweeting and then you say, hey, my balls really is. It would be funny if he tweets that. No, I think he doesn't hear it. He's <laughs> but I when I, when I get focused on one thing, yeah. you can't. You no, can, I get he, it. He, what Justin's saying is, if there's an accident, yeah. oh, it happened here. Tell him that story. Oh. This okay. is an absolutely so this true is story. Here at what, the studio, four days ago, there's a dumpster fire. I'm doing yoga, really bad, and I see smoke. I'm like, what's going on? We all get up from what we're doing. We all go outside. And I'm like, dumpster fire. And then he, he, we look back at Craig, and he's still on the couch on his. Twitter writing the Republicans like he wouldn't get up it's a fire in his own office we just had a huge forest fire record-setting forest fire the other day and he won't get up off the couch to even literally look at it. He's smoke so was coming in. into the office and we were calling he's locked in <laughs> and I was, I was going oh I'm gonna I'm gonna get him on this one <laughs> is that oh my god it's I definitely sent him because I, I do that too Oh my God! I just thought you could just do the general. Oh, I'm a little insane, not no, no. autism. No. So I can attribute all this without the social. Oh, that's not true. Did I you think, know this one? I think you have oh, here's social one for anxiety. You. I'm going to admit to you. Okay. I have panic attacks. Bad. I could tell you had something because where I thought I, I was going to die. People. Yeah. No, not then. No, I used to have them on stage. Bad. Really? Like I'd have to. You always know I was having one if I grabbed the microphone. Like a crutch. Oh. And I would grab onto it with dear life, sweating profusely, and no one ever knew it, though. Yeah, yeah. Because I would ask friends. I said, did you know I was having a panic attack? Where I think I'm going to die. It, I've had horrible panic attacks. What I had to do was I had to check myself out physically. Then I knew, oh, okay, you're not having a heart attack or any, any of the above. But uh, it's always the, uh, I think I'm going to die in front of people. And that's the funny thing is it's not the dying. It's the dying in front of people. Yeah. <laughs> Being embarrassed with my death. I get a... Uh, makes no sense. Sometimes I get meltdowns when I'm on stage, which is um, because my sound, when I hear certain sound waves, it gets me very dizzy. Yeah, that happens yeah. to me. Vertigo. And... Oh, no, geez. yeah, it's vertical, but it's also like I'm so sensitive to like I'm sensitive to loud babies when they cry. I I, I don't think I could ever have children. Oh my God, I'm that way with uh, people talking in movie theaters. Yeah, like I go, I go out of my mind. Oh, Justin has a thousand some, stories to, people, to back up your uh, Aspergers. Literally, a couple commercials like on, <laughs> you know, like national TV, especially like ESPN. There's one with Peyton Manning. 
um, chicken parm, it tastes so good. He covers his ears and goes like, blah, 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 but he cannot hear it, and he has to walk out of the room. And like he had, like, you know, I, I have a few new ones. Uh, I've never seen a human do that for, like a, a, a commercial will bother him to that extent. And they, you know what they do to me, Keith? I dive for the remote and they steal it from me. So, and they, they actually enjoy watching me suffer. Wow. I go, ah! oh my God. Wow. That's hilarious. I'm a little concerned now. Uh, Why? I might have to take medication. <laughs> you're a, do you, do you some, take medication? No, no. You don't? No. Okay. But something also tells me you're a genius. Yeah, he is. Well, you I, are. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was brought up, not to get too sentimental, I was brought up thinking I was a moron. Really? Oh, yeah. I was brought up like that, too. Yeah, yeah. So I was convinced I was a moron. Yeah. And this actually isn't sad. This is a good story that maybe people can hear, and it might be able to help them. I tested very poorly. I had no one to go to because mm -hmm. you're alone in this I was very alone in all of my stuff. You can't say anything in my family about I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that. They completely diminish your character and disparage. Yeah, so you can't s express your feelings in my family. Justin, take a look at the eyebrows. <laughs> he just wants. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Justin's gonna lose it when he sees this up close. What do you mean? What? Oh, you're just being nice. He has a phony smile on him. If you're not noticing those white hairs sticking out of there, he probably plucked them when he's talking to Wells Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like five unicorns. How can you not notice that? All right, so anyway. So I was told, Alan, you know we're doing a podcast here while you're yapping away in the background? <laughs> so anyway, so I was tested poorly and I have no one to go to I don't really have skills no one teaches you skills learning skills mm -hmm. they don't teach it no it's all memory you know get this right but I would also have parts of me that go wait a minute you're really smart with like crossword puzzles and like little things like that yeah but tell me I'm great at trivia and trivia really good at trivia me too so I was like why am I not testing well so then I take a I took an IQ test and the SATs oh so now it confirms even more I'm dumb. And, you know, I get the parents, I'm dumb, I'm dumb, I'm, you know, I'm an idiot. And then I moved away mm -hmm. and I started my own life. And I started to listen to my creator inside, you know, this natural, ever bubbling energy that's inside of me. I started to affirm those things and those thoughts and those inspirations that were coming up. Mm -hmm. And I started to feel free. I felt free from those voices that were saying, you're dumb, you tested. I'd have, I had to have somebody take my SATs for me. Right. Then I went away to college, and I had a new chance of life, and I started getting A's on Dean's List and stuff like that. I'm going, oh, these are little, one by one. I'm going, no. And then it gets better and better and better, and the career the older starts going, you get. the older I get, the wiser I get, and the less in the toxicity that I am, where I could be my true self, which, again, that's the most important thing in comedy, I tested not once but twice as a genius. Yeah. Like they said, you're with Da Vinci and Tesla. Yeah. That's what it says on the – and I'm going, oh, my God, it's the same guy that tested as, you know, a, a plant. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, so it goes to show you, and I try to tell my kids this all the time, we are unlimited potential. Mm -hmm. Comics, same thing. 
we're unlimited with the potential, but how we press it down through cynicism and sarcasm, negativity, all of those, all of those things, press it down where you can't be free to express yourself. I was the exact same way, and like I, I know where you're coming from because when I was a kid, I was really bad. Like I'll give you an example, math. I, I'm so bad at math. Me when, too. When technically, what? What, what Alan? You too. This is getting a good moment, and he, and uh, we'll talk about Wells Fargo in a second. <laughs> oh, okay. You had your Wells Fargo card out when you said it. It looked like we were supposed to look at your. We're supposed to break from our conversation, our deep yeah. conversation. To, to, to address the, the like, Wells we Fargo a, card that's still in your hand. Are we going to <laughs> Sapphire Girls or something? I don't know. Anyways, whatever. all right, moving on. So it got so bad where technically uh, most Aspies are really great at math, but I mm. would I would cry at math, like yeah. literally. Yeah. And uh, we're talking simple problems like five plus six. Mm-hmm. I would cry because I... I know it's obviously 11 now, but when I was eight, I, you know, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And yeah. then the older you I got. out your fingers and, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're intimidated yeah. by life, which doesn't allow the circuitry to have free form. Which is why multiple choice questions on tests are easier for me if you oh, make yeah. it uh, like a game show. Like right. who wants to be a millionaire? Oh my God! I actually, can go all the way a million dollars. Yeah, it actually made me yeah. smarter right. because you don't have to necessarily an- uh, memorize the answer, but if you're interested in the subject, mm-hmm. you know, like presidents, I know a lot about the presidents. Me you know too. What I mean? Yeah, and uh, you know, I know a lot about comedy and porn. You know, because those things I'm interested <laughs> in. There you go. <laughs> but um, I just have one more uh, question, then we'll talk to Alan for a second. But have you ever met John Cusack? Uh, yeah. Really? I have met him. He's very bright. Can you tell me a story? Because I, I like have a huge obsession with John Fugue. Oh, you do? He's my celebrity I would love to meet. Really? Yeah. I've just met him a couple times. Not yeah. no no big deal. Yeah. He was um wielding a knife one time. Really? <laughs> that means anything. Like yeah, because he's practi- a kickboxer too. Well, he was practicing with this knife thing. Wow. Like how to I maybe he was studying for a part, you know, about a guy that was great with knives. But, yeah. You know, he's He's a very intense guy that truly immerses himself in all of his roles. Yeah. And people like that are hard to know. So that's why I don't know him. Yeah. I mean, that's not why I don't know him, but I couldn't get to know him any further than just the cursory blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, very deep and smart guy. Probably according to you as Asperger's. Yeah, he might. Alan, when you were gone, I found out I have Asperger's. Oh, you said uh, we were talking. Oh, he confirmed it. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry about that. I mean, I... I don't know what I have, and I, I have a lot of problems. Uh, sometimes I had problems with math. My father was a gambler, and we would ter- we were, I was terrified when the mortgage, the mortgage was due. And so I would always ask him, Dad, can I have a Camaro or, or a, a, an expensive bicycle? So I, I knew that I would you know, get part of the kitty before he lost. Does that make any sense from no. a mathematical point of view? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So that was a little stressful. And this current thing here has to do with what I meant with the math was and why I got up and left left the podcast. And I know you guys missed me terribly, but it's because <laughs> I, got, I got, you know one of those calls at the bank that it said someone was going on a, on a, oh, a bench. Oh, yeah. And, of course, yeah. when I heard that and I was looking down at the phone, I, I wasn't trying to be rude. No. Is I saw that flashing. We well, thought that was very friendly. And oh, thank you. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. You know, it says Wells Fargo. I said, you know, yeah, we have Yeah, yeah, you got to take care of that. Yeah, but you know, I'm not. Do you have another one ha- happening now? <laughs> <laughs> no, holy shit. <laughs> 
I think I saw another one coming. No, but they, they said not to worry. Okay. Uh, because it I was, think you should worry. Yeah. Well, you know, it was, it, but one of them was food for less, $54. And I, I said, a beer bill for $54, $54 at food for less? You understand that would would kind right. of alarm me. Right. It wouldn't alarm you, but no, you, know, that you have, alarms a, you have me. a studio. Any, you have a studio. Anything that I, I have a studio, that doesn't mean I make money in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I have no money. So that it was all a, goes to these kids. Okay. He's, by the way, you ever notice he's supposed to be working right now? You see him do any work? Oh, no, sorry. I, I don't want to take some. He has his, I, sorry, yeah. I see his feet up in there. My son. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Unbelievable. <laughs> we want to respect your time, Craig. No. So okay. We're going to like uh, wrap it up, but uh, where, where can the folks follow you? At the Love Master? The Love Master on Twitter. I need some, I need some Instagram followers. Let me see if you can get me some. Because last time I got you, I got you 13K. Uh, Twitter followers. You don't. You don't remember that? Thirteen thousand. Yeah, you you were at uh, twelve point nine, and you said, "Oh, I thought you meant you got me another thirteen thousand. Uh. Now that's credit. You would have to check out. I'd have to. <laughs> I'd have to do the math on that. Thirteen just from being on Keith's podcast, I got thirteen thousand new followers. Yeah. I, I I yeah, but, Twitter's the, not as popular these days. I've, I but think four I've, years ago, I think know, I have thirty-seven thousand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I am ready to be go up to thirty-eight thousand by being on your show. <laughs> now here's the big one though: Instagram. Instagram. Craig Shoe. I'm very low on there. They shot me down for uh, verified. Uh-huh. What? Yes, they did. Why? Maybe that's something you can do. Okay. That, that's ahead of Springsteen. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I can't get verified. They're pains in the asses. They they said they literally said no, you don't qualify. I only have five thousand like one hundred on that. Five thousand Did you tell them you were in Scream? <laughs> Scream two. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if I was in the first one. I was in Scream Two. Oh sorry. By the way, a good movie is Middleman. It's up on the wall there. Great movie. If you like uh Cohen Brothers oh, yes. uh slash uh, uh let's see, uh, Tarantino, oh, that's the movie man. for you. It's very funny and it's about comedy. I had one more question. You would love it, Keith. All right. One more question. I'm sorry. Okay. But I'm going to have to ask you this the first time. Okay. And I forgot, and I just remembered. American Gothic. Uh Uh-huh. You were on that show. I've been on a lot of shows, Keith. Yeah. Do you remember American Gothic? I remember all the shows. Oh, okay. So. Do you want to ask me about a plot point? No. Did you meet Jake Weber? (laughs) I don't know. Oh, you don't know? (laughs) Okay. I have no idea. I have a huge. Is he on your list? Yeah. No, but John Cusack's on. But. Jake Weber, uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know who the hell I'm. I've done so many shows that he was all the they, doctor. He was all the, the hero. Yeah, all they are is basically residual checks for now. They're down to like maybe seventeen cents. <laughs> I mean, all I right. don't even know how they even pay for the stamp. Right. <laughs> to send me the damn check, <laughs> it costs more than the check. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think my Fresh Prince of, of Bel Air residual, my last one was a dollar eighty six. Really? Wow. That's the way it is. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It goes down and down and down and down. That's why we got to keep creating new stuff. You can follow me on Instagram at Craig Shoe. CraigShoemaker dot com would be great if you signed up on my shoes letter. I send I send one out once a month, of which I'll probably mention this that I was on your podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, follow me on there. Sign up and see where I'm performing all over the country. I still do it. I still do the stand-up. Yeah. And, uh, I enjoy myself most of the time when I'm not having a panic attack and not having to drive three hours like the rec room. Right. No, I'm just kidding. And I'm that gonna, was a long drive. Yeah, it was. But It was worth it, though. They were a great crowd. Awesome. But uh, I, you know, I really do, I do enjoy um, making 
pe- helping people laugh. Yeah. I think it's a, it's something I'm not going to diminish the gift anymore. And I don't think any comic should. I know our cynicism says, oh, don't be high on yourself or whatever. No, we've been given a gift. Share the gift. That's all we're doing. Thank you so and much. And I get better on stage if I think about not myself, but how I can be of service to people that might be in a bad shape. They might, like me, have Asperger's. <laughs> That's going to be my new act, by the way. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm going to do a whole bit about how I was Asperger's in denial. <laughs> by my. my can I open for you? I, <laughs> but the problem is, now when you open for me, it's going to ruin my whole Asperger's <laughs> bit. Because you look like you have it. I don't look like I have it. <laughs> See, my son just said that I'm very brutally honest. Yeah. Keith, you look like you got Asperger's. Uh, What's that? No filter. Exactly. According to Keith, that means I have Asperger's. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. I'm, I'm literally, I cannot wait till you leave so I can go Google Asperger's <laughs> and find out how much I do have of it. All right. Well, thank you so much. I love you very much. Thank you. Love thank you, you too. You were, you were great, and, uh, and thanks for coming all this way to see me. Yeah. So will we get you a third time in, like, in four years? Absolutely. Let's not get pushy. Oh, just, uh, just another. If Alan prompt sends me a photo of himself with groomed eyebrows, you know what? I will think about it. I appreciate that. And, I, and, and I a want... clean shave, too. <laughs> <laughs> and a clean shave. He misses all these Listen, areas. I, you know, I want to thank you. And my Remington, uh, or is it a, uh, the German one? You know those Germans that the electric razors are not as good as uh, BMW and, and all the other German products. I was very disappointed. And that's part of the excuse Right here, Love Master. No, no, I'm not the, asking you to kiss is me. Is this the goodbye? Yeah, I know. It was a goodbye. goodbye I'm like sorry. I'm sorry. No, ago. no, thank you. Thank you. Do you want to know there, where it is? Like, Turn around. Turn the other way. Oh, the other way. Here, right here. Look, tell him, Keith. Yeah, it's right Look there. at that. It's it's moss. Yeah. It looks like moss <laughs> on skin. Oh, anyway, thank you. Thank you so much. Wells Fargo is calling again. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And I'll send you the MP3. Yeah. Of you. the show that I was asked to do <laughs> on my machine and my microphones. Uh, love Thank you very you. much. See if you guys like Razor Riff, subscribe, rate, review. Bye. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash and on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash KeithRaza. If you enjoyed the show, please send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it, and we'll rift with you again soon.